Let us pray. Heavenly Father, most precious Lord, thank you this morning. We bring glory, praise, honor, thanksgiving, adoration to you this morning, Father, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, Father, the more we see you, the more we understand the mystery of what you have done, the more we understand the reality of our redemption, the more we see our righteousness, the more we see all that you have made available for us. Lord, our heart turns out in thanksgiving and in praise to you. Our quiet assurance grows every day that you've got us in your hand and in your plan. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for helping us to understand that you are not withholding anything from us, but you have made everything available for us. Daddy, may our life conform to your will and your plan and your purpose and your blessings and your grace and your love and your faith in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We are growing confident every day, knowing that you who began this work in our life, you will bring it to where you want it to be. We give you praise. Lord, we just ask for the grace to submit completely, to quit struggling, to quit running around and just be at peace that you may complete that which you began, that your, that your power may flow ceaselessly, endlessly in us, walking in us and walking through us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for calling us and separating us for calling us and separating us to you at this moment. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And this morning, Father, we thank you. We receive this day as a gift, another opportunity to enjoy your grace, enjoy your love, and to extend sin to everyone around us. May our world bring life to dead things this morning. May our words drive away evil in the body of people. May our words restore peace to a troubled heart in the precious name of Jesus. Daddy, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed and the beloved this morning say with me amen and amen and one more time amen good morning to you my beloved brothers and sisters it's always a tremendous joy for the grace to fellowship with you for the grace to share the world of life with you for the grace that god has connected us by the same spirit amen and amen of course you know what the subject matter is we have been dealing with the manifestation of the sons of god since february and from there we began to talk about the reality of the person of the holy spirit and we began now talking about the power of god the power of god that means how to see how to experience and how to work in the power of god and on sunday we began to lay some foundation talking about the secret what exactly is the secret that you and i need to know so that we can see not only are we going to see but to experience but not only are we going to experience but to walk in the power of God. Beloved, let me just assure you right now that every child of God has all it takes 
to walk in the power of God, to walk in the miraculous. Friend, let me remind you one more time that every child of God, every son of God, every beloved son of God, every saved man has all it takes to see, to experience, and to walk in the power of God, to walk in the miraculous. Now, for those who didn't listen to us very well all the way we've been talking, you probably think we are not interested in miracles. But if Jesus is involved, then miracles must be involved. Now, but it was very important that we put things in their proper perspective. Don't forget, T.L. Osborne once says that every miracle is a temporary solution. Listen to that again, that every miracle is a temporary solution. That's what he said. And when you think about it closely, you know that you and I need more than physical miracles. We need eternal miracles. We need our life to be stable in faith. We need our life to run by the grace of God. What he meant is that even though Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead after four days, it was still temporary because Lazarus eventually also died. And we don't have to argue about that. You can tell that all the people that Jesus walked the miracles on, the leper man, the blind people, all of them eventually died. But don't forget, before we got here, God began to talk about God began to share with us the eternal things, things that are eternal, things that are eternal. We began to talk about immortality. And in the course of this teaching, we will also get more closer to talk about that. Praise God. However, you and I know that whether it is temporary or not, that miracles are necessary because it shows the power of God and beloved. There are many issues that we may encounter, one may encounter, that only a supernatural intervention will be the way out. Praise God. So we believe in miracles, and I want you to believe in miracles. The only thing that we had to purge was that idea of running around looking for miracles. No, it's supposed to be the reality of our life praise god don't forget we are born again miraculously by the power of the holy ghost so if we are born through miracle we have we are miracle children and so we ought to live and walk in the reality of miracles every miracle of god is a manifestation of the spirit of god amen and amen and now the second reason i believe god took us through the path was because it came a time when people began to say, don't worry about teaching, don't worry about teaching, just do miracles. And that is one of the dangerous things anybody can do. And the result of that today is the believers that we have who don't know their left and right in who Christ is. They don't even understand the basic doctrine of salvation or righteousness. But they wake up every day looking for miracles. At the end of it all, those who ought to walk in the miraculous become chasers 
of miracles and because of that many of them have been laid astray today a lot of believers cannot tell what is of god and what is not of god why because they are not skillfully trained in the kingdom praise god so this morning i'm going to continue by the grace of god to look at some of the key foundations that was laid on sunday one of the key things that we mentioned which is true which all of us must be aware which we must recognize is that the ministry of jesus was characterized by both by teaching and the working of miracles by teaching and working of miracles in fact jesus will walk away from a miracle service and the people began to look for him and when the disciples saw him they said to him master the people have gathered once again he said no i'm not going to go back to that place i have to go to another village so that i may teach them so that i may preach to them about the kingdom don't forget all ought to understand what the kingdom is if we understand it then we see where our place lies praise god and so the ministry of jesus was characterized by mostly by teaching and the preaching and also people like apostle paul if you if you would like to remember that most of the critical letters we see in the epistles brother paul wrote them behind the prison walls so even when he was imprisoned he continued to teach and to preach and you will see that many of the letters were followed up to the churches that he had planted he went over there in some of them he spent a couple of years but after he left he continued to teach them he continued to teach them beloved i cannot overemphasize the importance of teaching and teaching is not just teaching but the kind of teaching that jesus did praise god the church is not a place we entertain people the church is not a place we want them to come and receive miracles every sunday even though that is good the church is a place where people are thought carefully methodically things concerning the kingdom so that the wisdom of god will be imparted unto them don't forget beloved there are two ways to manifest the power of god or to enjoy or to experience or to walk in the power of god number one is in the power of wisdom i have called it the i've called it the miracle of supernatural wisdom just to help us understand that walking in the wisdom of god is also miraculous is also supernatural because because you are walking your thought your decisions emanate or comes from the realm of heaven outside of this realm that means you are no longer making your choices for life or decisions for life based on your environment based on your culture based on religion based on tradition or based on just what your physical eyes can see or what your physical ears can hear or what you can feel but now you are making your choices and your life is being directed by the supernatural wisdom of god friend that means you are living in miracles 
on every decision every day praise god and that is very important because we walk because we need that every day when you wake up this morning you are going to make thousands of decisions before the end of the 24 hours and there's no argument you and i know that if those decisions are driven by the wisdom of god we will avoid a lot of the problems that we are looking for miracles for. We will avoid a lot of pitfalls and we will come out much, much better. And may that be our portion in the name of Jesus. May there be a desire in me, a desire in you, a consistent burning desire in us to walk and operate in the wisdom of God. This morning, I want us to consider again the fact it has to be clear in my eyes and in your eyes what the ministry of Jesus look like. You know why? This is very important because the ministry of Jesus is supposed to continue from me and you. It's supposed to continue with me and you. Whatever Jesus began on the streets of Galilee in Capernaum and in all the cities, it are supposed to continue through you and I. Every miracle Jesus did was to show you and I what is possible with the new creation man. That is why he left in one form and come back to live in us in another form so that his ministry will continue. And today, even though we say my ministry, my ministry, but when we actually look at it very well, you will find out that it is the ministry of Jesus. He's just ministering through us. This morning, he is speaking to your heart through me. Praise God. So, 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 so I hope I can also make those corrections and don't look at it as my ministry, but we are just continuing by his enablement, the ministry of Jesus. So look, let's look at the scripture again, the one we considered last Sunday, Matthew chapter 4, verse number 23, Matthew 4, 23. This is what it says in the TPT. Jesus ministered from place to place throughout all of the province of Galilee. So Jesus had a traveling ministry as he preached and ministered from place to place. And so the next line goes to explain to us exactly how he ministered. Number one, the Bible said he thought, he thought, that is the past tense of teaching. He thought, and I explained briefly last Sunday that we need to understand how powerful these words are. The word thought is the Greek word didasko, didasko, D-I-D-A-S-K-O, didasko. And that means providing skilled training. I need you to see the picture of what this means that Jesus methodically provided skilled training for them skilled training he trained them on the kingdom he provided skilled training not just any kind of talking not motivational speaking not the way not the words of man but Christ himself Jesus Christ himself had to provide for them skilled training and the bible said he did that in their synagogues 
preaching the wonderful news of the kingdom. So watch this. So watch this. The skillful training that Jesus was providing for them was about the wonderful news of the kingdom. Praise God. So that's one part of it. Remember, we are reading this scripture to confirm the nature of of the ministry of Jesus. And don't forget that you and I ought are supposed to continue the ministry of Jesus to be able to provide a skillful training, skilled training to be able to didascal the people. That means that we ought to be able to provide or to submit ourselves to receive skilled training, not entertainment, beloved, not listening to people who who simply just breezes through the scriptures or who packs motivational things or who pack the wisdom of men and then just sprinkle one or two scriptures on it. No, the Bible said he did that school, the people, that means he skillfully and this was so natural with Jesus because this is what he did over and over. And then the Bible explained further what he taught them. He said he provided skill training in the synagogue, preaching the wonderful news of the kingdom. Beloved, I want you to pay attention to that. It is the wonderful news of, of the kingdom. That's what he taught them about, friend. That's what he trained them on, the wonderful news of the kingdom. And that is why day by day, God has raised up this platform so that he will continue that ministry of providing skilled training for you about the kingdom that in this kingdom you are no longer a sinner you've been trained on that beloved you are skillfully trained to understand and to walk in your righteousness you have been skillfully trained in what jesus has done so that you walk in the wisdom of what he has done so that you understand the reality of who we are and all that he has done praise god and then of course i told you that the ministry of jesus was characterized by preaching teaching and healing and then the concluding line of matthew 4 23 now says and healing every kind of sickness and disease among the people don't forget he skillfully provided training for them on the wonderful news of the kingdom and then in addition healing every kind don't forget the word every kind of sickness and disease among the people beloved i'm running out of time but let me just remind you of a truth that you should know and never forget if god is the creator of sickness is the god is the author of disease jesus wouldn't heal any for the fact that jesus was always healing the sick cleansing out lepers driving out demons is an indication that it is not the work of god it is the work of evil and as i mentioned last sunday it is something we are going to talk about over and over i hope it doesn't offend you i hope that our minds can be open to receive the truth that every form of disease 
is evil. I did not say it's demonic. I said it's evil. Whether it is caused by natural environment, whether it is caused by circumstances, whether it is caused biologically, whether it is caused by demons or spirits of infirmity, which we know is, is true. But beloved, you have to understand that every form of sickness or disease is evil because it comes to remove our joy. It comes to incapacitate human beings so that they cannot function the way they ought to. It comes to try to destroy what God has done. So beloved, if there's nothing that you have received this morning, you have to be finally convinced that God does not employ evil. He does not need evil to teach us humility. There may be testimonies of how somebody got sick in the middle of their sickness, then some other person got born again and all that. Yeah, that's true. But I'm telling you, friend, once again, God is never, will never, and can never be the author of sickness. Neither will he use sickness to teach you a lesson. Beloved, he loved us far beyond that, so he doesn't need to do that. Amen. And besides, is not in the nature of God. And because sickness and disease is evil, Jesus went around healing everyone who was sick, delivering them from evil. Praise God. And I trust and I pray that as the ministry of Jesus was, so that so also that ministry continues from me and you. Beloved, there is a need for the world to see the love of Jesus in action. Not just that we talk about it, not just that we preach about it, that is very important, but to see the love of Jesus in action as he continues his ministry through any one of you who is listening to me this morning, who will say, yes, Lord, I am willing, I'm interested, I'm passionate to allow you to continue your ministry through me. I am available. Praise God. Amen and amen. And I see some of you this morning responding from your heart to this call. Hallelujah. All right. I'm going to stop here and then come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God as we continue to look at the ministry of Jesus and what the implications are for you and I. Please enjoy your day and keep believing in miracles. Keep expecting and speaking miraculous things over your body, over your family, over everything that concerns you, knowing fully well that the same spirit that was in Jesus Christ of Nazareth that same anointing is resident in me and also in you. Hallelujah. Beloved, don't forget this morning you have been served. Shalom.